The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome back to Beck UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still to come, we will go over Black Monday and coach firings in the NFL. And we will also share our lightning bets for this hour number three. But joining us now, Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. Jason, thank you so much for joining us as you do each and every Monday. Let's start with line movement for Super Wild Card Weekend. We've got the Bills now as 10-point favorites against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Total still 37 and a half. Jason, you have said that you feel like the Steelers could be a quasi-dangerous playoff team. Do you still feel that way, knowing full well they're going up against Buffalo in their ballpark? Like if they were facing a Jacksonville or something like that, you know, had Jacksonville even, you know, bothered to get in the playoffs, uh, I'd probably feel a little better about it. Uh, You can run the ball on Buffalo and – my God, I would have to think that Mike Sullivan would be given an edict to run the ball quite a bit. Um, I, I still don't know what Jalen Warren has to do to like to get 10 carries, 12 carries a game. Uh, maybe this would be, you know, maybe having to go to Buffalo as a 10-point underdog would be enough of, you know, um, a newsflash to those guys to get both backs heavily involved. But Najee Harris has been a thing finishing drives for them. Like – I, I played the game under as soon as it opened. You know, I, I, it quickly went from eight and a half Buffalo to like I was seeing it when I went to bed last night around uh, ten and a half. This morning, I just looked around here before I came on with you guys. You can find it at nine and a half. You know, if, if you're backing Buffalo, I would say jump one of those nine and a half because I, I imagine this is going to go back up through the week. Um, you know, and I, I – I don't know. That's a lot of points for a playoff game, you know, and Buffalo offensively, they want to run the ball too. They want to stay balanced. Having just seen what Josh Allen did to keep this game closer than it had to be, you know, do they bang it into his head even more that, you know, we, we don't care about the box score. We just need to score one more points than the Pittsburgh Steelers who were led by Mason freaking Rudolph at quarterback. Like, you know, we, we probably 24, we're fine here. 21, we're probably good. Like, 
So I, I like the under, you know, I, I, I figure that there's always a chance of weather this far out. Who knows? And I hate forecasters to begin with. But given yeah. the locale, you know, <laughs> I'll buy into that. Mason Rudolph on the road in the playoffs, like Pittsburgh's got to keep it simple, stupid. Um, even if Watt doesn't play, I still think that the Steelers, uh, the, the Bills will run the ball quite a bit. And, and the Bills have their eyes on a bigger prize, right? This is not the end game. go with all the tiny little fast guys and not have to worry about defending the run. Uh, and then, you know, show off Micah Parsons and all their cute little pieces. But, boy, you can run the ball on them. And Green Bay's got two <laughs> running backs, you know, and one of them's pretty damn big and the other one's not exactly tiny. And we've seen the quarterback activated a little more in the run game in the second half of the year. And he's willing to close a drive with his legs if he absolutely has to. And he's good for two passing touchdowns a game. And, you know, I mean, Dallas is – I don't think Dallas is like a crazy environment. I don't know. I've been there for, for for playoff games. And it's loud and all that. But I think that's also a crowd that's waiting for that other shoe to drop. And if LaFleur has a pretty good script here, and I think he will, the longer this is a game, I think the more those fans turn quiet, you know, that their stomachs are churning. And do you really trust Mike McCarthy in this spot? I can't. Dallas can't run the ball. Dallas can't stop the run. Um, I think LaFleur can take advantage of the light personnel when it's on the field and maybe force them out of some of those looks into things that Dan Quinn doesn't really want to do. Um, you know, I, I I think Love has grown up a lot in the second half of the year. He's learned from that game at the Giants, right? He's learned from some of the road games where they couldn't beat teams maybe exactly the way they wanted to. You know, and, and can the Packers just zone it up and let the Cowboys run all day? Go Zach Pres Dak Prescott into handing the ball off. Like, this game to me is much more of a coin flip than, I mean, I played it last night. It was at seven and a half. I'm with you. Uh, plus 285, best number right now for Packers money line. What about Rams-Lions? Um, is this one that you're looking forward to from a fan perspective? Uh, obviously, we were talking about Dan Campbell and the whole Sam Laporta thing. Is he regretting that? And then on the other side, you got this red-hot Rams team that nobody seems to want to face now. Yeah, I like both these teams to do some damage. Uh, unfortunately, from my theory, they're playing each other in the first round, so somebody's going home early. I I have taken um, – I, I did bet three and a half. Uh, I took the points with the Lions. I also made a bet – I'm sorry, I took the points with the Rams and also took the Rams and another bet uh, on the money line. Um, I don't know why Dan Campbell did what he did, but there's, there's going to be cost to pay. I mean, I, I'm not buying that – St. Brown is 100% healthy. I mean, there's that turned into much more of a divisional war than I think they could have possibly wanted. While McVay used it as a bye week. Like, I, I think that matters. I think there's a coaching imbalance here. This is old hat to McVay. This is new terrain for Campbell. I don't love the Lions as a favorite at home in big spots with everybody watching, like Thanksgiving against the Packers. Um the balance of the Rams is a problem for anybody. The confidence of the Rams. I mean, who else has a Super Bowl winning quarterback and a Super Bowl winning head coach? Like, 
I think that really matters this time of year. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the Rams can win this game. I think the Rams, what they do in their version of 11 personnel, where you don't know if Cooper Cup is the tight end, you don't know if Nakua is really the tight end, you don't know if Higby's really the tight end, and that's not a great secondary, and they can't defend the slot. And now not only do, do the Rams have a preponderance of slot receivers, but you don't really know who's running what routes. You don't know who the joker is. Like, those guys are so interchangeable. And I don't think this will bother Stafford. I'm sure they'll boo the hell out of him and this or that. But I also think McVay will have a pretty good script here. The Lions secondary in this kind of matchup gives me pause, home, road, or anywhere. So I, I like the Rams. Let's move on now to the Browns and the Texans. Cleveland, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road with a total of 44. What do you make of C.J. Stroud being a rookie but looking phenomenal pretty much all season long? But he is going up against arguably the best defense in the NFL. How do you see this playing out? Oh, I just want points, guys. This is the first bet I made. Um, I, I, I jumped on the uh, over here. Uh, I played it at 43-and-a-half. You can still get it. I don't know that that exists anymore. You can get it at 44. I mean, Cleveland overs are 8-0 on the road. Um, the Texans have been an under team at home, but I also think they've been a little overpriced. Like the average Texans home game closed at 43.4 points. The average game, the average Texans home game featured 43 points. Like seven of the eight Browns road games went over 44. The median Browns road game score was 52. The Browns are scoring 28.6 points with Flacco. The Browns allowed 29.6 per game on the road season long. Some of that's from pick sixes and all that, but guess what? That's Flacco. These teams had 58 points on the board two weeks ago, and the Texans were switching between Keenum and and Mills because they didn't know which one was, you know, who was worse than whom. With Stroud, the Texans have scored at least 20 in every home game. Um, You're looking at two teams that are top eight in pace of play, uh, time of possession per play. They're they're both in the top eight in terms of fastest. The Browns have run 50 more offensive plays than any team in the league, and they threw more passes than anybody in the league week 13 to 17 with Flacco. I don't think any of that changes. I think both these teams come out. You saw what Stroud did in, in Indianapolis. That kind of thing, first first play, play action shot to Nico Collins, that's both teams. That's also Flacco on the other side to Amari Cooper, and I certainly don't love the Texans secondary. Um, and again, the Browns on the road just haven't been as good. So I, I played Browns money line, um, but I really like the over here. I, I think that both these teams um, – Slowick will probably want to be a little more conservative. We saw that in Indianapolis. The Texans play caller, but I don't think he's going to have a choice. Because Stefanski's going to throw the ball 45 times. And you either come with him to keep pace or you get your ass beat bad. Yeah. Um, I, a couple other games we, we want to hit for wildcard weekend. But, Jason, I'm, I'm surprised that I, I thought by the time that we spoke this morning that we would have more as far as Black Monday goes. Of course, you had a couple, you had a few in-season firings, and we, we get word last night late about Arthur Smith, then the Rivera stuff comes down today, the obvious stuff, the Panthers fire the GM. What's next, and how many more things are you expecting? Um, 
Well, look, some of these are going to take some time to play out, and they've also changed the rules about when you can physically interview these guys. So the whole, I think the idea of this, like, blood rush like we were used to, it's just changed. Mm -hmm. They didn't want it that way. They don't like it, the league office and PR, the whole Black Monday thing. They've urged teams to take their time. Like, they'd rather it be spread out in drips and drabs, right? These are not stories that they celebrate. The fact that most of these Bobo owners – can't ever find anybody who's any good to run their teams. They can't get out of their own way and throw drinks on fans. They don't like that stuff. So I would say, um, you know, and then look, Belichick, the guy, it's a historic, it's a run the likes of which we'll never see again. Like, you don't, you know, you don't fire him by facts. You know what I mean? You don't call him into your office after a game and say, you're done like Arthur Smith. Like, so that's, there's some nuance there. Um, you know, I think Tennessee with Vrabel, I think he's going to be traded. That doesn't happen overnight. Most of these teams haven't even fired their coaches yet, right, to see who's going to be available. Uh, some of these teams are going to want an audience with Harbaugh. He's, I think he's busy tonight. I think he's got something going on, <laughs> um, if I recall correctly. So, yeah. you know, there isn't really th- this advantage to, to jump in right now. If you fired a guy in season, there's an advantage – and that you've already done your homework on all these people. You've hired your search firms. You know who's going to be a part of your process. You've probably already put together what mock interviews are going to look like. But for those who didn't do it in season, you know, today versus Thursday, I don't think it's it's a huge uh, difference. But, like, um, yes, I, I think there will be at least a couple more of these. And then there's some that will be dictated by the playoffs. Like, if Mike McCarthy loses this game to LaFleur, Mike McCarthy's gone. Like, I'm just telling you, he's gone. And Dan Quinn will be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. They'll do a fake search where they, you know, like they pretend to, you know, live up to the spirit of the Rooney rule. But Dan Quinn will be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys if they don't get this job done. Oh, man, that would be fascinating. (laughs) Who do you think is the hottest commodity, biggest name or best candidate out there to be a head coach? Uh, I mean, um, hottest commodities are probably going to be from guys who haven't been head coaches before who wouldn't count as sort of retreads. I think you're looking on the defensive side at Mike McDonald of the Ravens. Uh, they're a young defensive coordinator. And the offensive side, I think you're looking at Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions. Um, you know, I, I, who do I think would be, you know, the, the best candidates? Like, I, I would think someone would want to talk to Raheem Morris. I would think someone would want to talk to Steve Wilkes. I would think someone would want to talk to Brian Flores. I would think someone would want to talk to Leslie Frazier, um, you know, outside of like guys who are getting all the hype, but, but who teams should certainly want to talk to. I think I would want to talk to Todd Monken of the Ravens. Uh, I know the jet, the Ravens offensive coordinator, the Jets should have hired him as their head coach when they hired Adam Gase. He was a finalist for that job way back when. Um, I'm not sure there's a landing spot for Belichick, and we'll see about Harbaugh. You know, I, I, if Antonio Pierce doesn't keep his job with the Raiders, it's probably because they they were able to get um, Harbaugh. There's a lot of smoke about them and the Chargers. I just don't know at the end of the day that the Spanos family hires Harbaugh. It would kind of surprise me a little bit, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so I mean that, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm probably omitting a guy or, or two who I'd like to talk up, but, uh, it's not the deepest reservoir of candidates, you know, that we've ever seen. Um, and the offensive side of the ball, they've hired so many of the same type of guys that inevitably 
you, you start to run out of them. Um, and inevitably, some of these hotshot coordinators, you know, pee down their own legs when it gets uh, things get real late in the season and the whole league's watching you in these one-game windows. So that doesn't always bring out the best in everybody. Couldn't say it was. Uh, that's a nice visual, by the way. Uh, Ten seconds left. Who's winning each conference and who's winning the Super Bowl? I would just go chalk here. Um, and maybe I'll say 49ers. Fair enough. Jason Lockenfora, Odyssey NFL Insider. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, this guys. is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it is Black Monday, and we've got a lot to go over concerning coach firings, both past, present, and future. Coming up on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. <laughs> is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. You know, it also might be possible Dennis Allen was defending Arthur Smith because he knew he was about to get fired and didn't want to throw, you know, someone in the fraternity under the bus. I suppose that's also a possibility, but still, though, it was hilarious to watch the end of that game. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. It is Black Monday, and let's talk about a couple of the latest firings that have happened just a few hours uh, into this lovely Monday. Let's start with the commanders firing Ron Rivera. They have wasted no time at all in terms of looking for candidates uh right now the reports are that they're talking to rams defensive coordinator raheem morris and the lions oc ben johnson and their dc aaron glenn so joe what is washington to do here they're not hiring any of those guys there's no (laughs) way you get new ownership like okay you're you're interviewing raheem morris you imagine them bringing him as the guy under new ownership, like this is the guy that we're that's going to sell our program and get every the entire fan base fired up. We're going to ride this positive wave. Wave. There's no way it happens. Um, yeah, based on what we've seen so far, it's it probably should have happened months ago. Everybody knew Rivera was going to get fired. The only surprise with Rivera is wasn't announced yesterday immediately after the game. Like that's a just it's a situation we all knew. I guess they yeah. just decided, all right, let him save face a little bit. Let's wait until the next day. And then you got another firing already in at that point with, uh, with Arthur Smith. But like you look at these and most of the time, they're never going to be attractive landing spots. And there are some big names that are being discussed. It's like, is Washington the worst? I don't think so because Carolina exists and all that drama and everything going on with that ownership. I don't think it's at the bottom. It's the worst one, but it's near the bottom because the Chargers have Herbert. They have a quarterback to build around. I'd say the Falcons have more – you believe in them more, and they're in a softer division. And Washington, as far as uh, you know, where they would rank, I'd put them near the bottom. I would too. I mean, just because you have new ownership doesn't mean that they're going to be like the Texans and – good next year i don't have a lot of faith in it i if i was a a head coach candidate i would stay away um at least for this or the next couple years because i think whatever they're rebuilding with new ownership is going to take at least a few years and then maybe i'd come here but right now like it feels like career suicide to come to washington (laughs) i was listening to 1067 the fan this morning they all want ben johnson Mm -hmm. I'm like Dude, shocking, like Does the trendy it. pick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but like, I'm... what? What do you have to build around? Like, what's going to help me win 
and have some job security over the next couple of years. These, these coaches aren't lasting very long. Agreed. And then, you know, they're most likely drafting a rookie quarterback. The chances of that panning out well in in the rookie season, very low. Like you're not right. getting a CJ Stroud every year or a Pat Mahomes. Like the chances of landing a guy like that are slim to none. And we have no reason to believe we don't even know who the GM's going to be that you, we have no reason to believe that they're going right. to hit on whoever they draft right now. See, point I is, with you guys. I think Washington is about actually one of the, come on. I mean, Right. I think actually Washington's one of the better spots just because you get to choose your future quarterback. Like in Atlanta, for instance, like you're stuck with Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter. Like they're not going to pan out. That's not going to turn out well. Certainly the the rushing attack, maybe you can add something to that. But like that quarterback situation is terrible. Uh, Carolina, Bryce Young has shown us absolutely nothing up to this point. There are other jobs where you're going to be stuck with a bad quarterback situation. But at least in Washington, you get to choose. And maybe you choose wrongly. And that's just part of the deal. But at least having that freedom and that ability to scout quarterbacks and figure out who makes the most sense for your offense, I think that's really tempting for a lot of high-profile guys. Oh, you're going to choose in Atlanta. You're, you're not You're not stuck with Ritter. You're not stuck with Heineke. They're moving on, um, whoever decides to come in. They have the eighth overall pick. So, yes, it's not as great as, as number two, where at number two, you know, if if your coach loves Caleb Williams – that that's possible that you could move up one spot or if you love Drake mate, whatever. Um, I think they're both the, the coaches of both of those teams are going to choose. There's going to be change there, but you're right about Carolina and everything that they give up. That's why that one is definitely worse than Washington. I don't even, you get the bad owner, you get no talent on the team. You get uh, a quarterback that looks awful so far. I don't even, and then you're probably got to sell ownership that you're going to be able to turn him into some sort of a player like it's just it's going to be a disaster, and the next guy's going to probably get fired in two years. Carolina, it's not even close. It's the worst job out there. I would rather stay as a coordinator than take a head coaching job with the Panthers. Like I would sit this <laughs> yeah, one out and just pass. Yeah, who's going to no, take that you. job? I don't want my name attached to any any of that stink. I, you know, at the same time, like if you are uber competitive and you've watched Bryce Young at Alabama and you're like, oh, wow, I can tap into something here, then I got to believe you're going to take a flyer on that. I mean, like Jonathan Gannon might be a good example with Arizona. Like he was a brilliant coordinator with Philadelphia. And then he goes to a dumpster fire with the Cardinals and we found his job to be respectable. And whether they move on from Kyler Murray or not, at least you look at Arizona and it's trending up. So, yes, Carolina mm -hmm. is even worse than that. But I wouldn't be surprised if they get a name and, you know, throw a bunch of money in his direction. I think that's probably how this works, where they'll probably have to overpay uh, to get a quasi high profile name. And it still means Carolina is the worst job. We all agree with that. Uh, yep. But, you know, people get competitive to get these gigs. And... There is no salary cap when it comes to coaching staffs. So mm -hmm. Tepper could throw the most money by far. He's going to probably have to throw the most money by far to get a quality coach. And how much does he want to buy into that? Like that they could come in, change the culture, change everything. The problem is he's probably not going to give them enough time 
but it is the worst job, but it's probably going to be, well, I don't know. It depends what Harbaugh gets and where he goes, but it's probably going to be the highest paying job because he's going to have to overpay and he probably doesn't care. The whole situation is such a disaster there. What are the Raiders to do? I want to talk about them real fast because certainly we bandied about the idea of Harbaugh going there. But Antonio Pierce, the interim, has done well. Now, per the athletic, he can't be offered the full-time job until the team interviews external minority candidates. So it might take some time. But if they go in the direction of Harbaugh, is this a bad idea just because everyone seems to be rallying around Antonio Pierce? Or is it one of those things where it had to require someone of that caliber for Pierce not to get the job? So nine game sample, they go five and four in the stretch in the second half. Where are those wins against? Are they against high level teams? Uh, Giants, Jets, Chargers when they were dumpster fire, um, (laughs) Chiefs and the Broncos yesterday. Nobody really cared. And, And they both had their backup quarterbacks. So you you also have to look at that. Like, okay, let's not go too far because these wins were against some pretty low, talented teams, right? Like, you, you probably should have won some of these. Um, but the team was playing hard. I look at the close losses even more so with Pierce, if I'm making a case for Pierce. Like, look, you lost to the Dolphins by one score, right? Uh <laughs> The other thing that's going to be tough to wear is that 3-0 game against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one's going to be difficult at home when you didn't score. It was Indy, you, you lose by a field goal there. But they were in all of these games. They were competitive in all of them. There's just one game where they lost by two scores, and that was that was against the, the Chiefs. So, man... What would I? What will they do, and what should they do? Probably a couple of different things. In this situation, okay, I'm making the choice. I get Pierce or I get Harbaugh. I don't think the decision's that difficult, guys. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Go hard. Yeah. I also, they, they also need a quarterback. And, like, what is the identity mm-hmm. of their team? I think the two could be quite different with Harbaugh versus Pierce. And I have a little more trust in Harbaugh, um, but I really love what Pierce has done. But I, they – yeah, what are they going to do at quarterback? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo again? Maybe <laughs> Pierce can get one of these other jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, right? a good, that's a good call. Well, I think there's which, a case which landing him. spot makes yeah, which landing spot makes the most sense then? Uh in terms of Panther. you know, a team that likes to establish the run. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on him. Uh but like if if running and defense, if that is the identity that he wants to create, which team makes mm-hmm. the most sense for him? I look at this list of potential coaching changes. Antonio Pierce is the Titans head coach would be a lot of fun. Ooh, okay. So I was just thinking about teams that need some toughness, teams that need a culture change. My first thought was Washington. Mm. I just don't see mm. – I think Washington's kind of like the command – I mean the Raiders where they might want something splashier with the new yeah. ownership. Like I feel like the first head coach they hire has got to be – they got to feel great about it, right? And yes. I'm just yeah, I mean, if you're and- saying – if you're saying no to a guy that's already been a head coach, who's a charismatic guy, Raheem Morris, like that's a bigger name than Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce is kind of mm-hmm. hotter right now-ish, but like Raheem's got a little bit more mm-hmm. of the chops. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I I wonder, Aaron, what do you think as far as like Washington's future? Because if you are going to take a quarterback, don't you want someone who is more offensive minded? Like, is that sort of the obvious yes. path for them to go? That's what I'm thinking. And you went I with mean, the conservative tough, head coach in Rivera last. These teams always fit. Yeah, it, it's tough to go with yeah. Pierce in this situation. I just don't see that. Um, and I also think, like, that's why Panthers make sense. Like, they're more desperate. A lot of these hot commodity names out there probably aren't going to want to go there. But... He's probably going to land somewhere where it's like, maybe hey, Atlanta. It's not the sexiest team I've taken over. But yeah, there How you go. A, go to Atlanta. Uh, I don't hate that. Pretty much. Yeah, I like that. Two, and then trade for Justin Fields. Uh, okay. Now everything was fine up until that. Run point. the ball. Everything was cool. Like, <laughs> you prefer tracks. Ritter? Do you prefer Ritter? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I Field mean, on that surface? Pick. Like, I'd probably. I'd probably draft someone and start over. Like, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's the route I would take. Like, 
you love someone. Yeah, there. yeah, fair enough. Speaking of, what are the Falcons supposed to do? Like Arthur Smith was really supposed to be the guy to tap into this rushing attack and be revolutionary as far as that's concerned, and it didn't happen. Like the Bijan Robinson numbers that I know I've cited before uh, are abysmal. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where like a franchise wants to go in a completely different direction, but you've made your bed. Now you have to lie in it. So are you looking for some other run game coordinator to lead your franchise? Boy, I mean, as you say that, I'm like, dude, Pierce is perfect. Pierce will run Bijan 30 times a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly mm-hmm. what he'll do. It, it would be gusto. Great. Uh-huh. You think Arthur he, he Blank would... fired Arthur Smith to hire Antonio Pierce, though? Doesn't he want to make a splash, similar to what we're talking about think, in Washington? I, I think he was just firing Arthur Smith no matter what. I don't know that it was. Right. But, yeah, but was Arthur Smith a splash? Like, it, does he ever go with the splash guy? Mike Smith to Dan Quinn to, re, you know, and then Arthur Smith took over. I guess the Raheem Morris one was – he coached most of the year, but you don't really count that one mm-hmm. as a hire. Um, he never seems to go with the splashy guy. It he's, God, I hate it, but these teams do always go offense. Oh, that didn't work. Let's go to the defensive guy. Let's go to the yeah. offensive guy. Um, right. So it checks certainly checks a few boxes there. But I I would think that Arthur Blank would be willing to write a, a blank check for Ben Johnson, too. Even though it would be <laughs> offense to offense. Yeah, I could see it. It what, sounds like just so based on some of the reports out there, he was looking at Harbaugh and Belichick. That's why, like Arthur Blank mm-hmm. has them, like wants to go mm-hmm. after those guys. Oh man, Throwback. really quick with so many low totals and some poor quarterback play this year. I wonder how many teams might be more likely to go the defensive coach route. You know, like maybe yeah. we're seeing I agree. A, a shift. I agree. I agree. Couple interesting things that Jason said. Vrabel. Mm-hmm. I think any of these teams would sign up for him in a heartbeat, any of them. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously the New England one's big. And uh, I didn't really think about it, but I think he's – is he right about the Cowboys? If they lose straight up as seven-and-a-half-point favorites, it is oh. the third straight year they'd go 12-5, and five, and they would win the division. Can McCarthy get fired after winning the division? Yes. He will. Yeah. He will, absolutely, yep. because Jerry Jones – it, the parking meter is running on him. He wants to get that championship quickly. He is not <laughs> going to be patient at all. So if it doesn't work out, he's Ooh, moving on. Give quickly. me it. Let's this is Let's Go Daily presented that. by Betham. <laughs> Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. So we keep everybody alive here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to our lightning bets in just a bit. But first, uh, everybody is still alive, right? Like, we haven't accidentally killed off anyone uh, in the last segment or during the break, right? I Paul tried to. He started rattling off every owner that's going to die in the next decade or so, which is, yes, old no. people die. Breaking news here on BetQL Daily. Um, just like as we're, yeah, talking like, about, as we're talking about people, thinking about hiring people, and it's like maybe they're seeing, you know, the clock ticking. Like maybe they just want to make a home run play and like got to win before 
Father Time. It's me versus Father Time. What? And this guy's it gonna has get me been a, a minute since we since we've had a good old fashioned Paul Aspen like kill somebody off for no good reason. What's oh, the whoa, home this run? Is not do. a me thing. This is a but what's show the home run thing. play? We accidentally... What's the home run play? Are you, are you mean like hiring a John Harbaugh? Like, because you can't really. Or Jim. You asking for God for a favor? <laughs> like that's not a thing. I don't think. <laughs> Selling your soul. Well, you don't. Yes. I don't know. You don't think these guys like? Why do you think Jerry would potentially fire Mike McCarthy? It's like, oh well, he can't win. I got to get someone who can win because I need to win well, again. Well, he's been saying that how long? Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. yeah. So like he's saying that openly, like he wants to win, and he's you know knows he's not see forty like us now, anymore and young. I'm not now. 40, by the way, doesn't uh, everybody you just guys talking are. about this? It's legit. Just talking about this, isn't it? Doesn't everybody want the uh, Packers to win now? Because I yeah. need all of this. I do. I don't I even have bet that. on the game yet. Uh, oh, sure. Well, of course, the Cowboys fan is like, no. Yeah. yeah. The pom-poms are, are coming back out. I have no they never pom-poms. Leave. Why I, are you a Cowboys fan? I have not fan? invested in pom-poms. I was going to ask How the same question. How did you question? become a Cowboys fan? No, it, it's more like I covered the team for several years and, you know, lived in Dallas. I would hate, hate them because teams I cover. I, I, too. I hate them. And I also oh. saw what's happened in the playoffs. <laughs> I have oh, friends man. within the organization, and if they do well, that makes me happy. So that's probably the best way to put it. I'll ch- I mean, I, I think we've all been in this long enough that's like cheer for players, people, like people that yeah. you are – have good relationships with like yeah but more right. so than no, like, i'm out on rooting for people in 2024 it should have happened to me if I it was mean, good that's yeah i mean paul wants all these people to die so paul i did not say that i said <laughs> it's just you know the inevitability of like the gala yeah he's the hey, only how, one you how, want to stay alive how Take was the jump this off weekend. Oh, how'd that go Dude, went the way it always goes. We got a guy down to the wire at a huge number, and it doesn't work out. A guy? No, 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 no. Like, yeah, but I know you didn't win the outright, but you basically nailed it. Your guy Thigala finishes second. On, I'm telling the people, on his fourth. You had three of the top five. Sunjay was T five. Three of your picks were the top five, and you didn't get an outright. I know. Unbelievable. Tell me about it. I had a it's great better. weekend. Did Listen, you jump Paul, in on Kirk? This just means you're due. Or... Yeah. Uh, I took a small piece of Kirk, but I was like, it flashed at like even money for like a half second. And by the time it was in the slip, it was already back to like minus 200. So. Mm-hmm. And how, and how about the, and the, and the other guy, <laughs> the, the one name we haven't mentioned in that top five, top three, you're going straight heads up with the glass man. Spieth was right there. Yeah, but yeah, the head-to-head I put against Spieth did not win, but I stand by the guy. <laughs> I mean, I stand by my guys, obviously. Three is better mm-hmm. than one, last time I checked. What did Mush say? Because she was giving you a hard time for watching golf oh, on a Thursday oh. in February. Oh. Did she fall on your bets and see how Mush you were doing? needs to calm down. I kind of <laughs> mentioned that, like, I was like, ooh, the gala. She's like, why would you tell me that? Like, she's got her eyes on, like, new counters and stuff. This is what, ha- what happened with Mito. And she's like, just don't Uh-oh. tell me these things anymore. Like, what was the you number? know what this is shaping up for, though? This 70. is lining up perfectly for Masters. You know who's back in our lives after missing last year with injury? 
Billy Z is back, and this is shaping up perfectly for a wonderful heartbreak. Oh, it's going to be. I love it. I mean, it's not going to be Thigala because I don't think he's going to be accurate enough on the fair on off the tee. But Thigala and Zalatoris, and then like Justin Thomas comes out of nowhere to win, and Mm -hmm. we all lose. What about Norman? Right, is he going to win it? (laughs) I was. I thought that's the name I thought you were going to bring up. Norman. He's like Ty. Ty last, last, T last, last. I think he was. I, I thought the rule was you didn't like names that had uh, missing consonants, and now we have names with too many consonants. Yep. Man, ben on, by the way. Man, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna be right. playing him against the Sony. You just uh, hop hop over to the other uh-huh. island. So you're not quitting. Just you're happy. not quitting. He's happy. You're like I'm. He's I'm on fire. Back on the run golf. it back. Back oh, on the man. golf course nice. after you did T five. Why don't you do a T5 with Thigala? I know it's easy after I, the fact. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I did a T20 <laughs> with Benon. Um, okay. T5s are tough, mm-hmm. man. At that point, you might as well just do yeah. it outright. Like True. T10, I guess you could. Even that's a little bit close, but. Maybe you are yeah. a T5 guy. T5, T10. That's your new niche. Story of my life. <laughs> Not number one. T5. <laughs> Are we talking about golf? <laughs> Horseshoes. Life. Consistently yeah. average, just like the Bucks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Cheers. All right, Lightning Bets time. Uh, I'm going to the national championship game. Three bets for you. First off, from Sumer Sports, Michigan has a rush rate of plus 6.1% over expected. Michigan will have a predictable attack against this bad Washington run defense. So in that respect, I'm going to look to the backups here and expect a heavy dose of running. Donovan Edwards, the backup to Blake Corum. I'm going over 27.5 rushing yards. Corum's number really, really high, but this game could be a blowout or there could be some trickery involved. And so I like Edwards to go over his number. And if they're running a lot, that means that they're not passing very much. And I'm expecting... Just that. Roman Wilson under 44 and a half receiving yards as they run a good bit more. And then finally, uh, I had this written down before Aaron gave it out. So I promise this came independently. First half total under 27 and a half at even money. The scripted plays could be a part of the grind. Stacking the box in the red zone could lead to a lot of field goals. So not too many points in the first half under 27 and a half, Joe. Yeah, I get it. I usually bet that in a national championship. But I'm not going to do it this time around. I'm going to go over... Over 55 and a half. So I guess I'm also saying that I do believe in Washington a little bit where they're, they're going to hang around. Or, you know, this path to uh, hitting that one is also just a Michigan blowout because we've seen that this year from them when they get into the, the 50s against a bad defense where the over ends up hitting. Yeah, you see points like this. I think we're going to see a lot of points tonight. I'm going over 55 and a half. And um, I swore off props, but hey, I don't know. I feel are. like I don't I don't want to give one bet. I want to tell the people that it, if you want to bet Blake Corum two-plus touchdowns at plus 118, I don't think that's a bad wager at all, even though we've lost some of the value since uh, since last week. Hmm. There's also a 28-and-a-half out there in the first half. It's minus 124. I saw 28-and-a-half. 20, like, the... Jeez. There, there is one now, yeah. 28 is what I saw, but I just looked again when Ed said 27 and a half. It's it's a bit all over the place, depending on which side of that you like. You can find a good number. All right. Um, gosh, I said I would do it. Husky's money line. I really don't want to, but should I just sprinkle it? 
gosh. That's a tough one. What is the best value on that? You're going to have so much FOMO if you don't. I know. Hold on. Does There's anyone have that one up? Uh, plus 150. Take that Mac Jones. Yeah, just a piece of that Mac yeah, Jones Yeah, take money. that Mac Jones money. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I'm just going to take a little tiny, tiny bet on the money line for the Huskies, not Mac Jones style. Um, And then, okay, so we've got first half under Huskies money line. Husky spread and a little NBA. We've got the Thunder playing the Wizards. Come I on. wish I would the watch Thunder, that. The Thunder are the best team. ATS <laughs> Wizards are one of the worst. So give me the Thunder minus 11 and a half. It's minus 108. I like it. I like the Thunder to cover tonight. Well, after yesterday, I'm going to keep it pretty light today. But we'll take the Huskies catching the four and a half. Uh, and you know what? I'll play the total oh, as well. Dude. Cheer for points. Why not? Let's go. Uh, YOLO. Uh, and that'll be it for today. Four and a half are gone now. Where are we at? Are really? Where are we at? Two and a half. Threes mostly. And some With one Washington? You're looking for at the half. First half or total? Oh, you're right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're right. I was I, like. Uh, actually, sorry. is that I mean, I, It's a season-long bet. Yeah, DeAndre Swift is, all over again. I played it again. Better play. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned my lesson, Aaron. You think I haven't done I, the exact same thing? I am like, wrong. Oh yeah, it's a half. It's a yeah. half. Right. Yeah. I was looking at the half numbers. <laughs> yeah, because you. Yeah, that's the last thing you were looking at. It, I know. I was I like, how mistake. did this line move so much? <laughs> I see a five. Yeah, there's one five and a half still out there. Mostly fives. All right, then five and a half it is. What are you doing, Paul? There you go. You're not. You're not. Doing, you're doing full game. Okay. Yeah, I'll go full game. All right. Fair enough. What else we got today? What else did we not get into today? Tiger Woods uh, no longer with Nike. That seems significant to me. Eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's notable. <laughs> so, it's notable, right. but like, don't care. <laughs> Um, I was uh, in that tournament. I was kind of interested because as a guy who's been thinking about a lot for Masters in Hovland, mm-hmm. and as the tournament was starting, a word came out that he fired his coach. I'm like, uh oh, what's going mm. on here? And then he had an awesome start. I know, obviously, he didn't finish up there, but he had an awesome, he awesome couple of days. Putt. We're we're so back. Yeah. Here we go with the with the Vic propaganda. Let's go. I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. I Are you wait. in? I, Paul's again. I can't wait. I know. I know. I'm gonna do it again. I know. I'm gonna do it yeah. again with Hamlin. So, can't I've wait. Got his guys too. Uh, like we've facts. got, got we both got our guys, facts. and they do not cross over at all. Never. Of course, I, I dabbled Good. with Will the one time, and I was like, I'm out. Oh, I can't wait to go to Billy Z again. That's gonna hit different. Right. Thanks for watching and listening <laughs> to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, Jim Rome is up next. For those watching on Twitch, stay tuned for The Daily Tip. Take care, everybody.